Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. 3 2. That was drilled deep to left field. Going back, choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! What is up, everyone? I am not Tommy Caroselli. This is Seven. Tommy could not be with us tonight uh, during Trash Day in the MLB. Uh, Joining me today, Matty P. He's back, and we're ready to just kind of get right into the breaking news this wild week in baseball. Uh, trash day, as we're calling it, and we're, I think we're going to coin that term, right, Matt? Absolutely. Yeah, has to be. So, tr- <laughs> trash pickup happened uh, earlier this week, and it's happened again yesterday on Wednesday, recording tonight, or yesterday on Tuesday, recording tonight on Wednesday, and we have some other news coming out about potential stuff going down with the Mets and Carlos Beltran. Uh, first and foremost, because Tommy and I kind of covered this on the last episode, and this being a bonus episode. I would like to just get Matt's thoughts. So, Matt, your thoughts, instant reaction to Alex Cora being canned as the Red Sox manager. Um, Well, before I dive into that, I just want to say I was quite shocked when we got a message from Tommy earlier mentioning how he was going to be using a vacation day for tonight. And then (laughs) my first thought was, like, did Jordan approve this? And then second thought was, we get vacation days? Yeah. So apparently we do uh, on the biggest breaking news day in the last 10 years on MLB history. Uh, <laughs> apparently you can just willy-nilly just chalk it up and not doing it. Uh, leave no it to kidding. us. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that, Tommy. If, uh, if you get around to listening to this one, good on you. Yeah, no doubt. That's funny. <laughs> um, no, but uh, my first, I mean, good, good for the Red Sox coming out and just, I, I guess they did him a favor by saying, you know, we're mutually agreeing to part ways, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he was going to get fired, but they definitely did him a favor by uh, using that verbiage, I guess. But I'm 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 happy they did. Um, you know, my my current thought process is fuck Alex Cora. Uh, even being a diehard Red Sox fan, you know, this is way above any, uh, you know. Um, anything I've seen as far as cheating scandals are concerned. This is like, and, and again, we live in a, it's 2020. I mean, technology is obviously as good as it's ever been. Um, you know, Cora kind of used that to his advantage, I guess. Um, but, you know, I'm not shocked that the Red Sox let him go. I'm happy they let him go. It was the right thing to do. Um, I'm happy the Astros fired Hinch and the GM. Um, whether or not people agree with that, I, I think this is up there with the Pete Rose uh, scandal. It's up there with steroids, uh, if not worse. So, um, you know, I'm I'm okay if they ban these guys for life because this is just, I mean, 
total integrity of the game compromised, right? This is like, it's 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 embarrassing. Yeah, and it's I think so. <clears throat> the thing that I'm I guess interested in from the standpoint of, as the fans when we because obviously Manfred had to do something here. I don't think anyone saw him coming down this hard. Uh, you mentioned lifetime bans on equal part with Pete Rose. I kind of disagree. I think Pete Rose in that whole scandal, granted betting on your team is probably not the best look. Um, I would grade this scandal worse than the Pete Rose scandal because Pete Rose never changed the outcome of the game. Uh, from what we know or what is being reported on that case still is that he bet on his teams to win. So there was never right. any shade. Yeah, I mean, I'll bet on my team to win. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, if anything, that's just, you know, that's, that's showing some balls that you believe right. in your team. Right. Um, but all joking aside, I, I, don't, I don't think this is a similar thing to judge or skill on because one is messing with the integrity of the game and it's actually deciding an outcome in, in some cases. The other one, granted, not a great book for gambling purposes when you're playing the game. Um, but mm-hmm. one is integrity of the game. The other one, I guess you could argue is still integrity, but at the same time, it, it does kind of make sense. If you're betting on your team to win, it doesn't change necessarily change the outcome because to our knowledge, at least, and maybe I'm out of the loop, but I don't think any, he disclosed that he was betting to anyone on the team while he was doing it. So I think this was just you know, something that he was doing himself. Mm-hmm. In this case, we have Cora, Hinch, uh, Beltron, all three of them, and Hinch, you know, apparently said he wasn't a fan of it, but we'll get into that in a sec. Mm-hmm. You have all these guys orchestrating this elaborate scheme to steal signs using technology where they're all in on it. So the whole team's in on it, and I don't want to exonerate any of the players either um, because in my eyes, if, if I'm a player on this team, I would speak up or I would do something about it. I wouldn't just go along with it because some point or another you're going to get caught, and that's exactly what just happened this week. Right. Um, so I think this is a far bigger scandal than what Pete Rose did. I was going to say, all right, so you're, when you look back at baseball and its history of scandals, you think Black Sox, Pete Rose, steroids, and now this, right? Am I yeah. missing anything? No, I, th- I think you summed it up perfectly. And would you say this is the worst of all of them? I would say it's the worst of all of them. Okay, um, we're on the same page with that then. Yeah, I, I, th- this is the, so this is worse than the steroids in my opinion, because the steroids thing, granted, it's tougher to police because we, we truly don't know how many people are doing it, but it's also an individual achievement. This isn't affecting the team, and it affects the team in a way, but it's through you know outside forces uh, by affecting the single player. Do I think A-Rod is a good guy? Absolutely not. I, do I think he fucked with the, the game? Yeah. But do I think that what he did to boost his personal stats is worse than teams going to take a, a circular notion and just put everyone into the same bucket and cheat collectively. No, I think that's worse than anything the steroids could have could have brought or, or will bring. Agreed. And I think, you know, they're doing a good job now of calling players out every year on who's taking steroids and all that. But, um, you know, at the time, to your point, I don't think Maguire ever made a World Series. I don't think Sosa no. ever made a World Series. No. I don't think A-Rod has A-Rod. Yeah, he, won, he, he did win it with uh, New York in 09. 09, okay. So, yeah, I mean. But regardless, if if keeping those guys out of the Hall of Fame is their punishment, I'm totally on board with that. 
Um, but again, that's something to be seen. But yeah, I agree. Individual accomplishment compared to a team accomplishment, it's two totally different things. So what do you think then, what, what are your thoughts on, so Manfred's report specifically names Beltron as one of the players. No other player was named uh, specifically. But obviously with the ruling being geared towards upper management, management, and so on and so forth, where do you kind of put the players in, in terms of blame? And, and what do you think Manfred was fair in not levying punishments against the players? Or what, what would you have done differently on this? Well, are we talking Beltran from when? 17? 2017? Yeah. His last you, year in the league. He retired right after. So. Right after that. Do you remember when Beltran was on the Astros and he had one postseason where he was just teeing off? Yeah. I don't remember what year that was. Um, it might, um, you know, it might have been, I think it was, it was 2017. Um, was it? Was, it it might have been 16 when he got traded over to the Astros, though. Uh, I'm going to look it up quick because I'm kind of curious. There was one postseason where Beltran hit like seven or eight or nine home runs. Um, and I'm curious if that was, yeah, dude, I think it was 17. Yeah, I think it was because the so the numbers, and I'll bring this up because I thought this was really interesting. Um, because I see, I, I'm sure you're seeing it on your timeline on Twitter. Uh, there's outspoken critics on both sides. The thing I can't wrap my head around is these fucking dummies who don't understand how deeply concerning this is when a whole team is involved in a, the scandal where they're stealing signs because it boosts the whole team's numbers. Yeah, it so does. If you look yeah. at 2017 compared to the years before and the year after in 2018 for the Astros. Their batting average in 2017 as a team, 282. Mm-hmm. On-base percentage, 346. Slugging percentage, 478, with an OPS of 823 and 854 runs batted in. Wow. So for, for context, the year before, in 2016, 247 average. 319 on base, 417 slugging, 735 OPS, and 689 runs batted in. That's a huge difference, dude. A huge difference. Um, and to cap it all off, we have a, a World Series to, to take home with them, too. They got the Commissioner's Trophy out of it as well. Right. Um, so I just looked it up. No, it was, it was show my age is coming out a bit, but it was 2004 postseason for Beltran. He hit, I think it was like eight home runs that postseason. So that might have been when he was on steroids before the cheating scandal. Okay, but, um, so maybe he's just a cheater all around. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very well could be. But, yeah, man, I mean, so it seems like 17 was the year that this all began. And, um, you know, uh, Beltran's got to be next if, if he was one of the – I mean, it seems like Cora was the real ringleader of most of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also seems like Beltran was involved – and obviously, Hinch knew about it. And, you know, looking at some of his interviews that people are tweeting out and where he's totally denying it because people were asking him about it, you know, or yeah. people were questioning it. And he was straight up denying it. I mean, that's really where, where it becomes a problem. Like you said, eventually you're going to get caught. Why do you keep doing this every year? Um, I, you know, I don't have an answer for it. but um, Yeah, you know granted... Granted, the, the replay room wasn't being watched by MLB officials. So I, I understand, I guess, the urge to 
get an upper hand if you're the Astros thinking, if we're not getting caught, fuck it. But it goes back to the point, like, if teams, no, teams, the teams you're playing, if they hear a trash can banging in sequence like that or whistling or whatever the fuck they're doing. It's not a coincidence. No, and, and, and that's the thing. And I think one of the better stories to come out of this whole debacle is Danny Farquhar was on the White Sox at the time. Uh, I believe it was 2017. There's a video of him, and he said on record, I remember throwing three change-ups. They were good change-ups. But after each one, they were getting fouled off. Gaddis was batting. And I heard a trash can start banging mm-hmm. before each pitch. And there's video of him, and you can see his face. And he I calls his catcher. Yeah, he calls his catcher out. And he even you see him right there. He says, something's up. And mm-hmm. so right there. And Astros, they fucking know that. They know they're, they're on to him. That's yep. when they started changing it to whistling, or they changed they changed the sequence up so that they couldn't get caught. But it all comes back to this because MLB was hot on that because teams started complaining and teams started taking notice. Yep. And if you recall, they had an open investigation earlier than this year, a couple of years back, when they actually started putting officials into the replay room and they started having people watch that so this shit wouldn't happen. Right. But it then begs the question for Alex Cora, who... It, apparently, it was the ringleader, to your point. I, and again, no one's going to really know. That's just probably everyone throwing him under the bus to save face in Houston sure. before they knew what the what the ruling was going to be. But let's say Cora knows, and he was doing all of this. He's got some fucking watermelons for balls if he goes up to Boston and takes the same <laughs> shit in the same approach in 2018 with the Red Sox. And because right. the Red Sox had one of the best seasons as a team in terms of hitting with runners on base, uh, batting average as a team... I mean, they were an unstoppable force that year. And I don't know if it's come out that it's been actually proven that they were doing this in the postseason. But if it was, then those stats become even more of a throwaway because what they did to the Yankees in the postseason and what they did to the Dodgers, uh, it's just ridiculous to me. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, You know, diehard Red Sox fan, but they're they're wrong here. and again, it all stems from rat face fucking Cora uh, <laughs> bringing this this fucking bad these bad vibes to Boston. But yeah, you're right, man. I mean, you know, when they're researching it more, um, if it does come out that the postseason they were doing this and it really made an impact on the results, yeah, I'd put an asterisk there. And then even even the Astros uh, players' numbers from the 2017, 2018, you got. I mean, that's all tainted, dude. It's all yep. tainted. Uh, they're all tainted stats, right? I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, I, I think, especially Altuve's twenty seventeen MVP. Um, right. I, I think you have to look into that more too. And I don't. They're definitely not going to take away the, the award from him because they never took Ryan Braun's award away from him when he was the MVP and he was doping. Yep. Um, my concern though is, you know, moving forward, I think this this sets the precedent. Uh, teams understand what the what the charge is going to be if they get caught. Do you think it was enough, or do you think there could have been anything else? Because I guarantee there's going to be other teams in the future that are going to try to cheat in their own way. Yeah, I mean, this is it possible to get any worse than this? I, I don't know, um, but you know what, dude? I, yeah, I think. I think the penalty was okay. Um, what really put the icing on the cake for me was was these guys getting fired. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I'm okay with that, especially after the results and, and they confirmed all this. Yeah, you don't belong in baseball if this is you know the precedent you're setting for 
you know, future managers or, or whatever, uh, young kids, you know, all this shit. Um, so yeah, dude, I, I, I am a big, I'm big on the lifetime ban for these guys. I don't know why. And maybe that's too much, but I, you know, I just think it's, you know, like we said earlier, it's, it's the worst scandal out of all the scandals. And there was a lifetime ban thrown at someone. And this is worse in my opinion. So, yeah, you know, and, and it could be something like football, like Ray Rice in football. He never got a job after what he did. You know, maybe they don't say you guys are banned for life, but maybe it's one of those things among baseball where it's like, no one's going to bring these guys in. Do we all agree? Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. and, and they're kind of done. So, um, you know, I, I think that's the direction that, that they should go with this. Um, again, if they don't come out and say you guys are banned for life, I just hope that baseball as a community says, you know what, we can't can't bring these guys back for any any position i think it's just a pr nightmare at that point especially if you so i think hinch has a better chance than any of the three uh agreed to to get another shot and the only reason i say that is based on the testimony and and manfred's report him being opposed to it gives him some sort of i guess olive branch extending saying all right well if you didn't like it then but at the same time, at the same time, he's the manager. He's supposed to manage that team. This goes beyond managing players on the field. You have to manage right. what's going on in the clubhouse. You're in charge. And yeah, you're in charge. You got to call the shots, and he didn't do that. But right. I think from a, a likability standpoint, Hinch has the probably the best shot uh, between himself, Lunau, and Cora to at least sniff baseball again. I don't think sure. he's going to be a manager again, but he could find himself as a bench coach or a positional coach. Um, having said that, though. We haven't even discussed Carlos Beltran's potential punishment here. And right. you mentioned something before we started recording about him maybe stepping down. Yeah, I mean, I thought I read somewhere that it's possible he steps down, um, uh, you know, as manager. But I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I didn't read the report, so I don't know how severe his involvement was or, or how, how much he was involved. Um but from what people are saying, I guess he, you know, was a big part of it. So if that's the case, then I think, you know, maybe him and the Mets mutually agreed to part ways like, like Cora right. did. But, yeah, I, I think he's next to probably bite the bullet and and either walk away or, or get fired. I mean, that, that's what it seems like, at least. Yeah, here's my problem, though. And this is the issue that if you do that, so I think... Firing Beltron. If you're the Mets, if you fire Beltron, that's good on you to get in front of the problem um, before anything happens. I, I agree that he should either step down or get fired. I don't think he should be managing a team next year. My concern is if MLB sees that and somehow comes out with a suspension against Beltron after the fact. I think that opens up a can of worms that you then cannot close. Because the report specifically states that players will not be levied with any charges. At the time, Beltran was a player. So, gotcha. If that's the type of, if that's the route you want to go, fine. But now we have to address the elephant in the room, which is Jose Altuve winning an MVP, the Carlos Correa's of the world, Alex Bregman's. Right. Every player on that roster is under a microscope at that point. Not only that, but then it opens Pandora's box in a league-wide level because of all the players that did steroids, all the other allegations against other former players. Because now it's just. Who, what can you trust and who can you trust? 
I think if the Mets fire him on their own accord without any suspension being lifted or levied against him, I think that's the right move. But if MLB somehow sneaks another suspension of Cora, that creates a huge shitstorm, and it's going to be trash week or trash month or trash year. And I think it's a huge black eye for baseball moving forward if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, and going back to the question you asked me earlier where I'm, you know, what I always go off off track, but you asked about <laughs> uh, you asked about the players and their involvement in it. You know what, and, and it seems like none of them are going to be punished for right. it. Um, but looking at Altuve, yeah, he won MVP in seventeen. In sixteen, he finished third in MVP voting. And actually, looking at it, he had uh, similar or slightly better. I mean, he had more hits in 16 than 17 mm-hmm. um he had more rbis in 16 than 17 uh his batting average was 338 and 16 346 and 17 346 dude yeah. that's insane um you know he had a better obp in 17 than 16 but not by too much so was it going on before 17 well, that's the thing, I, because now, you know, the peanut gallery is talking, and there is an Instagram post by Logan Morrison, who I think is just a fucking drip. I don't believe a word this guy says. Um, but anyway, he was saying this this dates all the way back to 2014 when he was with the Mariners, and he somehow he's, he involves himself in all this shit by saying he's the fucking white knight. Uh, I think he's a loser. I don't believe a fucking word he says, but it's worth noting that players are coming forward now and... Right. And saying things like this. Mike Fires really did kind of open the door now. and 100%. It's not getting shut anytime soon. Um, and then you have guys like Trevor Bauer who are just going to troll people. But of that's, course. That's, you know, that's his whole thing anyway. But I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to say when the cheating started and when it stopped. Um, it is interesting, though, when you look at this team, this, this roster for Houston in 2017, and really just the last five years in general, were they really that good or was this – somewhat of a product of what they were doing with the video monitor and the cheating and the signs. I, I think they're good players personally. I mean, they're MLB players, but it's fair to wonder how good of a player guys like Bregman, Correa, even Altuve really are if you put them in a different atmosphere, uh, in a different environment, because other teams that weren't using this upper hand, it's tough to say. I, I really don't know. And, and that's going to be one of those things that we'll wonder, but there's, I mean, there's never going to be a definitive answer to that because we don't really know. That's a good point, dude. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's a solid lineup, and it has been for a few years now when you look at it. Um, but again, I mean, you know, and I, I pulled up Altuve's numbers here. From 2014 to 2017, he had, over, t- he had over 200 hits every season. Um, before that, less than 200, and... 2018 and 2019 less than 200 uh, but he did play in less games so you know but it, it's tough to tell dude I, I mean you have to think that this upcoming season no teams are going to be doing this hopefully and if they do they have watermelons like you said but <laughs> we should get a good sense of how good these guys really are this upcoming season I would think I mean obviously they're a different age, they're not getting any younger, all, all that factors into it. But we should get a good idea on, on where these guys are at, um, legitimately at least, you know, coming mm-hmm. up this this season. So I just think it's kind of interesting too. Um, Garrett Cole traded to Houston, obviously 
in after the whole cheating, you know, began or whatever, allegedly began. Um, in that environment for two years, he had no say where he was going, obviously. He was traded when he was a young guy. His first opportunity as a free agent, he bolts Houston pretty quick. Um, so you wonder what other players, I guess, outlook on this team that are on the team now are thinking. Because I look, I look at it like, okay, well, what about like guys like George Springer, uh, Bregman, Correa? Like, do they now look at Houston as a tainted organization, and do they need to rebuild their own personal brand? And does this cause like a fire sale on on their end when they hit free agency to just fucking leave? I fucking hate Bregman. That stupid smirk on his face when he oh, fucking yeah. oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> He's a rat fuck too. He definitely is a rat fuck. Um, you know what? When I think. Bregman seems like the type that doesn't really give a fuck, and he's probably 100% in on this anyway. Um, uh, Someone like Springer comes across as a little more humble of a guy. That's what Um, I was thinking, too. And and I would think he might be one that can't wait to to leave town. I don't know his contract details or any of that, but he's one that comes to mind that probably is like, get me out of here. Yep. You know, I I don't know much of – I mean, Correa kind of looks like a rat fuck, too. Um, so I don't know about him or Altuve, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's a great point, dude. Uh, Bregman is the name that, that ring that comes to mind, probably wants to get out of there, but yeah, I, I guess the fallout from this is, is going to be something to watch over the next couple of years. Obviously the draft picks, and we talked about it before any of the allegations or, um, even yep. any of the, the charges were levied, but we've, we've said at length, you, me, and Tommy. Draft picks in the MLB are not an immediate problem. That's a future problem. Granted that it's big that they took away their top two picks in the, in the next two years. So developmentally, yeah, they're going to be behind a little bit. Um, I don't think it's a huge deal. I, my whole thing is this current roster, the way it's constructed with these, you know, it's a good roster still. It's not by any means a subpar roster. But yep. it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Is this a product of sign, sign gate or are they actually that good? And also, are they going to end up moving on because of their their personal you know resumes and how they're looked at with right. that whole community? That's interesting to look at. What about someone like Verlander? What do you think he's thinking? You know what? I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to segue into him too. That he's a fucking loser. This <laughs> I can't stand Verlander. This guy can't shut the fuck up all year. He has a, he has something to say about everything. Every True. little fucking thing. And this breaks. I haven't heard a fucking peep out of him. Yeah, no shit. It's like his Twitter went into a black hole. He's probably just home sobbing into Kate Upton's tits. <laughs> Fuck him. I'm, I'm so done with him. But, yeah. yeah, I haven't heard a peep out of him. So, you know, good on Justin. You know, it's silent, yeah, exactly. silent when it counts the most. Well, he'll have cameras in his face in another month once pitchers and catchers report. So oh, he'll yeah. have no choice but to say something. What do you think the reaction is going to be now with – because obviously I don't know if the Astros play the Dodgers this year with interleague schedules, but they definitely play the Yankees and they and they definitely play the Red Sox. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be more interesting to watch the Red Sox and Astros play because really who do you root for at that point? Obviously you root for the Red Sox if you're a Sox fan, Astros if you're an Astros fan. Um, yeah. There's going to be different managers in place. I get that. But I guess for fans that are non-fans of those teams – how do you look at that game? Do you just turn the TV off and say, fuck it? Yeah, that's a great question, <laughs> dude. I don't know. Or 
you could flip it and say, I'm looking forward to seeing how these guys actually perform without Ooh, cheating. Right. You know what I mean? I like, like that. Let's see what they got. I, I almost feel like this season coming up is going to slightly shift the spectrum and where you're going to see more pitchers with lower ERAs than we have previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably some batters with lower batting averages. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to look at those comparisons um, this upcoming season. Uh, but I do think it's going to favor the pitchers, obviously, a lot more now, mm-hmm. um, now that this is going to be nipped in the bud. So, you know, I- I'm definitely excited to see that. So, yeah, you know what? I-, I get your point, but I'm kind of excited to see how they do without the cheating going on. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it's a more competitive landscape for sure. And yeah. to your point, pitchers probably have the upper hand. Um, but they should. They're major league pitchers. Of course. That's the whole thing. Good pitching should beat good batting any day of the week. And yeah. that's how the game's been played for over 100 years, uh, at least we thought. and Or how it was supposed to be played. Uh, the other aspect with that, too, is if you're the A's in that division, or the Angels who've been retooling, you got to be fucking pumped right now. Just knowing all the bullshit's gone. The Astros are going to be hurt. They don't have a manager right now. They don't have a GM. The A's are a scrappy team. They're competitive. They've been making playoff push the last few years. Mm -hmm. The Angels, see, this is why I'm pumped. Because now Mike Trout, I think Mike Trout will have an easier time in that division. And I'm not expecting the Angels to make too, too much noise. But at least this gives it a more, it adds more parity to that division. And it lets us actually see Mike Trout fucking compete for once. Because the Astros were running away with the West the last five years. Right. Do the Astros make the playoffs this season? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say no because I think in the grand scheme of things, in the whole AL, there's better teams. In that division, I think the A's are a better team right now. And... The Angels, we talked about them. They could potentially push for a wild card. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they have a better team this year. Outside of that, go to the Central. Uh, the Twins have just as good a lineup as they did last year. They've added to that pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just signed Josh Donaldson. And mm-hmm. so that's going to be good. The White Sox and Matt, we talked about it last week. White Sox... Sneaky dark horse in that division. Absolutely. Um, so those are two teams. The Indians are going to be pesky. I don't think they're a great team anymore, but uh, they're still a tough team. Yep. And then you go to the East, you have the Rays and the Yankees. And the Red Sox still have talent. This isn't an yep. issue about talent at all. They, I mean, you can say whatever you want about them, but uh, that lineup still scares the shit out of me. Um, I don't know who's going to manage that team, but again, there's, there's so much co- competition now in the AL when you take the Astros out of the equation, or even if you keep them in the equation, to be honest, I don't really care. I don't yeah. think that they make the playoffs this year. With all the distractions, um, right. with having to play on a level field again, I don't think it works. I agree. I don't think they make it either. Um, I'm going to give the Angels the division. I know it's too early to start throwing this out there, but Ooh. and we'll probably um, we'll probably go through all this, I'm sure, uh, around spring training time. But um, but yeah, I, I'll probably right now. I want to give it to the Angels, and more so, I want them to win the division. Um, but, you know, again, I think Houston's going to have a lot of distractions, like you said. Every ballpark they go to, there's going to be oh. chirping from fans. Um, you know, they're going to be all up in their 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 face. So 
I agree. I think it's a little too much this season uh, for them, but we'll see. So let me ask you this sneaky question. Who got screwed more, the Yankees or the Dodgers? Probably the Dodgers, just because of that World Series loss in 2018. Though... And 2017. And 2017. Though, they there was one report that there were seven other teams in on this. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were up there, dude. That's a good point. And it may never come out that they were. But, I mean, to make two World Series in a row, that's... True. It's, it's not easy. True. It's it's tough to say. I I mean, obviously, like I'm going to be a little biased. I think so. The Dodgers had two opportunities to win. They were in the World Series, at least to your point. The yep. Yankees got robbed of. The, they definitely got robbed of the World Series appearance, at least in 2017. Yep. Just the way that whole thing stacked up. Um, going back to Houston, can't win in Game Seven. We know why now. Um, right. I think that impl- and and Boone said it. You know. He feels vindicated now uh, because he was complaining for the last two years about this shit with both the Red Sox and the Astros. CC Sabathia came out and said they robbed us of a World Series. And he's right. Um, when it, when you're beating up on the Astros at home in New York and you have to go back to Houston, it seems like it's a totally different game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have something to be upset about. I, th- I think the Yankees have more to be upset about because, again, the pressure to, for them to get to the World Series is... It's the expectation every year in New York. I don't care how bad or good the team is. That's what they. That's what they expect. Of course. Um, the Dodgers were fortunate enough to get to the World Series, and granted, they had heartbreaking losses in both years in a row. But they didn't have to face the Astros to get there. The Yankees having to go through them both years. Good point. Uh, actually, that's all fair. Three years in a row now. Um, it's it's just uh, for me. That's just like eye opening to me. You know what else though, dude. Even last year's postseason, when the I was at both Rays Astros playoff games in Tampa, and same thing, dude. Like the Rays couldn't do shit in Houston, but they fucking teed off on them in Tampa. That's right, twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they went back, and and obviously Houston, you know, caught glass now early in the first inning. But you know, uh, so they were saying they don't think 2019 had anything to do with it. I wouldn't be surprised, dude, if there was some some shady shit going down. I would not be surprised either. But And that's the key question of the day. And if you want to go see the Astros play in person live at a hostile environment like Yankee Stadium or any of the other AL clubs that they're going to run into... Live in person, SeatGeek makes that process simple and stress-free. Check out the SeatGeek app in Apple and Google Play stores. Download the app today with tickets to sporting events, music, comedy, theater, and more, even garbage exposés. Nothing beats seeing your favorite teams and performers live in person. SeatGeek scans all secondary market sites for you to find the best deal. They rate deals on a 1 to 10 scale, almost like banging 1 to 10 on a trash can for level of volume for the best value to you. (laughs) <laughs> One means it's it's a fastball. Ten means there's a slider going away, and you found a great deal, and you can tee up. Green dots equal good. Red dots equal bad, like the video monitors down in the clubhouse in Houston. Use our code BREAKDOWN, B-R-K-D-W-N. That's B-R-K-D-W-N for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase to go watch Gleyber Torres tee the fuck off of Justin Verlander at home <laughs> right now. Rush to get that. Tickets go on sale for them will be soon. I want to be there in person. I will probably use that code because I want to see a bloodbath at Yankee Stadium. Instant nominee for Gappy Award Best Ad Read Ever. <laughs> We're early, too. This is just January. We got a whole, whole season. But, yeah. 
Uh, maybe That's I'll just great. do the ad reads from now on. Let Tommy take a break. Um, we could rotate them if you really want. But dude, <laughs> one thing one thing I was thinking about was I'm glad all this bullshit is coming out during the off season. Imagine how much of a shit show oh. it would be if we were like in the middle of June right now and all this shit was coming out. Oh like, my god! It would imagine be a shit the, show. like the All Star break, like right the, the reprieve of the season, and have this shit come out. Oh, it would be terrible, dude. So you know, I'm I'm definitely glad this is all getting. Uh, nipped in the bud now rather than in the middle of the, the season. You know what I mean? 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you on that one. So we do have a few items to hit on real quick as we wind this bonus episode down for you. A couple signings this week in baseball. Uh, we mentioned earlier twin signed Josh Donaldson. Uh, yay or nay on the signing? I'm okay with it. Bring him in. I mean, he's a, he's a good hitter. Uh, you have a, a playoff roster in place and, you know, uh, already, obviously, um, so it can't hurt to bring him in. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I think it's good. It's just, you know, they had a good lineup last year. This only adds to it potentially. Uh, I, if I have to hear that Bomba squad shit again for another whole year, though, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, <laughs> Phillies designate Odubel Herrera for assignment. Obviously, he's coming off a domestic abuse case. I don't know if that's been resolved, but good move by the Phillies, in my opinion. The Twins also extend Miguel Sano, so you have to wonder if he's going to be starting to play first uh, or rotate DH in that lineup. But either way, I'm not sure how I feel about the signing. What are your What are your thoughts on Miguel Sano? He's kind of a funny story, dude. I remember going to watch him play a single A game two years ago. Now I think it was in Tampa um, when he was with the Fort Myers Miracle, who are now uh, they just changed their name to something fucking outrageous uh, <laughs> but re- i'll look it up later but the regardless dreamers? no dude it was like <laughs> it was like the mighty muscles maybe oh i love it i kind of like it too but anyway um yeah dude he's kind of a weird story like he was home run derby guy and then boom the next season he was with single a trying to figure out what yeah. the fuck went wrong you know and yep. now so good for him now he's back up um you know, and he got that extension. I'm, I'm happy for him, man. He's still young, too. Yeah, I, I think the money's good, too. Uh, four years, $40 million, ten mil, $10 million a year for a power hitter like that. If he's on, that's a good signing. Exactly. Um, Tigers sign Ivan Nova, uh, innings eater. I don't really have too much to say. I think the Tigers are going to be dog shit again, but either Agreed. way, they got him. Uh, he'll give you some stability, I guess. And the Dodgers sign Alex Wood back after his stint in Cincinnati. That did not work out. Uh, again, not too much to discuss there. And finally, the Rangers signed Todd Frazier. Uh, I have mixed feelings about Todd Frazier. I loved him when he was with the Yankees for half that season, but I also hate him when he's not on my team. So, Yeah. Eh, irrelevant. Yep. So that will end our bonus episode of Gap to Gap this week. We'll drop most likely on Thursday. And I wish Tommy was here to, to get into it with us, but Matt, I think you and I held our own perfectly uh, as a dynamic duo. Before we sign off, I got one mm-hmm. curtain call. I'm going to say the Astros finished third in that division. Wow, okay. I don't disagree with you, dude. I, you know, again, the Athletics have that postseason experience. They've been there a couple years straight now, I believe. Um, so, uh, you know, I think they'll be right back in the wild card mix. And I really love what the Angels have done to revamp that, that roster, uh, that staff, the coaching staff. Um, I'm very excited to see them this year. Barring any health concerns, I really, really think they battle for that division. So I'm cool with you on that curtain call. I like it. 
You got a curtain call for us, Matt, or are you just going to ride us out to the sunset here? No, you know what? The I don't really have a curtain call. The only thing I wanted to bring up was, did you, and I'm throwing a, a, a free plug here, but Barstool Sports, what did you see that post with Alex Cora banging the buckets? Like, <laughs> yeah, I dude, did. I fucking cried when I saw that. I did I, see I, that. I will watch that on repeat. I thought that was fucking hilarious. So, yeah, man, I'm happy that the Red Sox let Cora go. That's pretty much my curtain call. That was the right move. Even though I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, I totally agree with, with that move. Through unbiased eyes, our very own Matty P. And also <laughs> his Mets in hot water, too. Interesting week ahead of us to see what happens right. with Beltron. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back to our regular scheduled one episode per week format, and Tommy will be back to lead us around with the hottest topics in baseball. For Matty P, this is Real 7 Costanza signing off. See ya. One more time. feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate. Celebrate and dance so free. One more time. This cabin feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate. Celebrate and dance so free. One more time. This cabin feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate. Celebrate and dance so free. One more time. This cabin feeling so free. We're